Looking for a summer internship in STEM? We know that Black workers continue to be underrepresented in the STEM workforce. In fact, Black folk make up 11% of the U.S. workforce overall, but we only represent 9% of STEM workers. And our sponsor, the Campaign for Black Male Achievement, is working on this, right? We partnered with Fund to Foundation in support of their InternX program. Now, InternX is an ambitious new initiative. It's working to match 10,000 skilled young adults nationwide with quality internship opportunities by the year 2020. But here's what's up. We need your help. We need you to share the word. Tell everybody about this awesome internship opportunity for our young adults. I want you to hop on over right now if you want to learn more or register. Visit bit.ly slash CBME Intern X. Again, that's bit.ly slash CBME Intern X. Click on the link there to register. Be sure to select the Campaign for Black Male Achievement as the affiliate organization that referred you. Let's get our young folk registered so they can begin to gain access to the benefits of this awesome new program. You're listening to the trailblazers.fm podcast, where we'll explore the stories of today's successful black professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders. Join us to access the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished professionals and come away with the know-how, confidence, and motivation you'll need to blaze your trail. And now here's your host, Stephen A. Hart. What's up, Blazer Nation? Welcome to episode 174 of the Trailblazers.fm podcast. Our featured trailblazer for today is Mr. Robert Dawson. Listen up, Rob is a high-performance entrepreneur. He's a dynamic speaker, a business consultant. Had the pleasure of meeting Rob almost a year ago, last summer, right here in Maryland. We actually have a, a mutual connection through Nicole Walters, our past guest who's been on the show a couple times now. Nicole's also gone on to become a coach of mine. And Rob's wife and I did a program of Nicole's back last year and had the pleasure of connecting. I've had lunch with him a couple times. Every time I do, he leaves me fired up, inspired, and ready to take over the world. He is on a mission to do just that. He wants to motivate, educate, and inspire people all around the world to live out their dreams and grow a business that matters. He's a husband, a father, a Christian, an award-winning sales and marketing executive. He is a top performer. His digital marketing agency is called 360 Year Business, highly sought after business right here in the DMV. He's now consulted something like 4,000 business owners and national brands. So a brother who is passionate about what he does, knows his stuff, is about to pour into you. You're going to feel his passion in this conversation. He wants to help people live their best life and experience the freedom of entrepreneurship. Heads up, all of the show notes, resources, and links for today's episode can be found over at tbpod.com. That said, let's get set to receive today's mission field from our featured trailblazer and my dear friend, Mr. Robert Dawson. Welcome, my brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's a blessing to be here to finally be able to connect with you on this level. I know we've connected for many lunches and coffee, but uh, it's just awesome to be here with you, man. It's an honor. Let me tell Blaze Nation real quick. Rob's wife and I did a course, actually, with Nicole Walters, who's been a past guest on the show. 
And we met at an event Nicole had here in Maryland. And we said, hey, you know, let's meet up for lunch. And I kid you not, in about five minutes, Rob had me crying at the table at lunch. <laughs> this brother is just blessed with a word. You are an amazing Christian man, an entrepreneur yourself. And we'll talk a bit about that here in a second. But man, you, every time we have sat down and we've had lunch a couple of times now, you know, you always find a way to pour into me and inspire me. And so I just, I knew you had to be on the show to share some wisdom with the men and women in our community. I love what you're doing, man. I mean, trailblazers, we're imparting and inspiring people to be everything that God's called them to be at the end of the day. That's what it's about, right? Yes. So I'm just glad to be a part of what you're doing, man. This is exciting. Absolutely. And so it's not going to be a problem for you to start where we start every conversation off, which is from a place of gratitude. Absolutely. I would love for you to share a blessing that you're most grateful for in your life right now. Yeah, there's really two that come to mind. First is my wife. You know, it's so important. Family is near and dear to me. And I would not be where I am today without her. Yes. And I really want everybody that's on here to know that your spouse or your significant other, you're a team, right? And teamwork makes a dream work. So we got to be reminded of that every day and not be afraid to also promote our relationship. You know, I was on LinkedIn recently and I promoted my anniversary and I talked about how my business wouldn't be what it is today. And I said, I know people don't normally post this type of thing on LinkedIn, right? But it inspired so many other people and you should have saw the comment. So I just want to give a shout out to her. I'm grateful for my wife. The other thing that I'm grateful for today, Steve, and I thought about this, I'm grateful for having a bed to Mm. sleep on every night. You know, oftentimes we get so far beyond where we've come from that we tend to forget where we've come from, right? So I want to encourage the Blazer Nation today to just take a moment to reflect on where you've come from and how far you've been removed from that place that you were, you know? And for a long time, Stephen, I told you this, I was homeless with my mom from about age nine to 14, 15 years old. And oftentimes we were staying from motel to motel and I never really had my own bed for a lot of my teenage years. And I would sleep on different family members' couches. And I remember when I was 19, 20, and I moved in with a buddy of mine into his basement. And I remember when he took me to the store to buy the bed, how excited I was (laughs) to get my own bed. Really? And yeah. So just even thinking about that today, that I'm grateful that I get to wake up in my own bed every day, you know, next to my beautiful wife. So we got to be grateful for the small things in our life, for sure. Brother, that is a word right there. I'm thinking of a past guest we had on recently, Gloria Mitchell, who talked about one being homeless, she was adopted and wow. was in an abusive home and ended up having to leave to save her life and was homeless for a good bit. Ended up finding her way into a job, actually not even getting laid off, resigning to take another job. And before the other job started, they rescinded the offer. <laughs> right. And she was caught you know, in a place where she had to make a decision either to pay one month's rent or keep her car for the duration of the money that she had left. And so she was homeless for several months after having a job and after having a home again, having been homeless before. And so, you know, as you said, I'm grateful because, you know, while many of us listening right now, we think, oh, that's for somebody else. You know, homelessness would never find its way to my door. You know, situations can change, right? I've had conversations with people who, you know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. And if a health scare really knocked on your door, 
you know, how long would you be able to provide for yourself? Right. So, you know, the blessings of health and strength and as you shared, you know, just having a bed to come home to sleep on, man, that's real. That's yeah. bringing it down to the, the, you know, that level to be like, yo, you know what? There's a lot of things we gripe about. Absolutely. You have a bed to sleep on tonight or today. It's just amazing. That's beautiful, man. Rob, where'd you grow up, man? Are you from the DMV? So I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. I grew up in Wilmington. Delaware. (laughs) Not too far from the DMV, right? Here in the Mid-Atlantic area. And grew up really, man, just with a rough childhood. You know, like I've shared with you before. A lot of people see the exterior that we have today. And they look at the cover of the book, but they don't know the whole story. So my mother and father separated when I was about four years old. And I remember the day or the night that he kicked her out of the house. I remember it like I'm sitting here talking to you vividly. And that was kind of the start of a downward spiral as it relates to the hell that I really experienced in my life as a child. But that's why I'm so grateful for where I am today. you know. And that's why I fight so hard to give my daughter a better life than what I had. So I grew up in Wilmington, Delaware split home. My father was on drugs for over 40 years before he passed away a couple of years ago. My mother for a period of time was a prostitute and we lived from motel to motel and just really extreme situation, you know, to go through as a child. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but the good news is the power of God and his grace and what faith can do and how when you have faith, whether it's in your business or your personal life, no matter what obstacle or opposition may come your way, that if you continue to fight and you continue to trust God and you continue to have faith, you can push through it all. So at 18 years old, and we talked about the bed, the significance of the bed, I was sleeping on the floor on pillows off of a pullout couch. So if you can imagine the pillows in your house right now on a sofa, pulling those off, and I was sleeping on the floor in a one-room studio apartment with my dad who was on drugs. And I felt like I had no purpose, no sense of direction, you know, Stephen? And there may be some people listening today that you may feel like you don't have a purpose, but I'm here to tell you that there's greatness on the inside of you and God has a purpose and a plan for your life. So I got connected with a buddy of mine who was very successful at the time. And he was driving a C-class Mercedes Benz and he had a great paying job in his own town home. And he was like 21, 22 years old. And I began to get a glimpse of what my future could look like. So whoever's listening or watching this right now, I want to encourage you your exposure and environment is so important. So who you hang around, the environments you expose yourself to are so important. You want to make sure you're hanging around people that are where you want to be, that you're putting yourself around people that stretch you. You know, John Maxwell says that if you're in the top of your class, you're in the wrong class, right? Yes. So that one connection, right? The power of connection, our relationship is a connection. That one connection helped propel me to another level in my life. And there's been a lot of significant people like that, but that's Rob, that. Let me pause yeah. you right there. Cause it's almost the tale of two tapes, right? You're going through a situation where your mom and dad are, you know, going through their life challenges. Right. And you're kind of caught, you know, as a byproduct of their choices and decisions where you were, you're talking about this other connection. That's, you know, positive, like, were you ever at any point angry with God, like looking at where you are, you know, not necessarily a result of your doing, but of your parent situation? Like I'm trying to dig into, you know, what was your relationship with God in that season? And definitely want to know how you came to a relationship with God through that season. Right, right. I was more of a new believer. So I wasn't really angry with God as much as I was angry with my parents. I had a lot of resentment 
and ill, you know, feelings towards my father. Yeah. Um, especially because he wasn't really present, you know, most of my life. But for me, God was the reason I was able to get through that situation. And what I mean by that is I began to take myself out of the equation and get the focus off of me, right? And put my focus more on him and other people. So my buddy was a youth pastor at the time, and I started serving in children's church, actually, yes. reading Bible stories to the young kids. And Stephen, I didn't have a suit or a tie or a fancy pocket chip or, you know, anything. I had Timberland boots and a white t-shirt and some jeans, and I had braids. We might have to put a picture of the braids on the screen <laughs> down to my back. And I just began to serve other people. I began to get my focus off of me and my situation, and I began to serve others. And as a result, God continued to elevate my life. And eventually I got to the place where I was able to forgive my father and I was able to get beyond my past circumstances and move into my future. That's how I was able to do it. I had to get my attention off of my problems and my situations and put them on other people and begin to serve others and focus on helping other people. It's amazing what you just shared because I can tell you many people heard about my valley, you know, in 2008, losing my business, losing millions of dollars, weeks into marriage. But like you, man, you know, serving youth ministry was something that just happened. Well, God knew what was happening in that season, but serving those kids or what I thought I was serving these kids, these kids were serving me in a mighty way. I mean, man, that season changed everything in terms of mindset and the way I approach life today. And it shifted things from, you just touched on this, you know, really, I look at that season, Rob, and it was really a part of the shift for me in my life from a focus on self. Right. Because before that season, my sole focus, my mission, my vision was pointing back at me. I wanted the money. I wanted the material. And by God using me to serve others, that's where that shift happened to where there's this outward purpose and passion of mine to serve others, to impact others in my life, you know, in terms of looking at my legacy. And I think that's a great point, even for the business owners and entrepreneurs listening in, that anytime your life begins to weigh down on you and you begin to focus on your problems and that weight that you're carrying in business sometimes, Let's reshift, let's refocus, right, on serving other people and the mission and the vision and our why. And oftentimes that'll get us back on course when we feel like we're getting off or when we feel like we're beginning to experience that anxiety or that burden that we don't have to carry, right? We can give it to God and we can put our attention on Him and helping other people. When we do that, we can get refocused and get back on course. Absolutely. So, Rob. Let's talk business for a second, because before we talk about 360 year business, I wanted to get an understanding from you on what was your exposure to business before entrepreneurship? What were you doing and kind of how we navigated and pivoted to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So I started, I was in corporate America for about 12, 13 years. I started off in the credit card industry. From there, I went into finance. So I worked for Wells Fargo for a period of time. And I was one of their top auto loan officers. And then from there, you know, I sold insurance, I was in finance. And then eventually I came across the opportunity for internet marketing and advertising. And I knew nothing about it at the time. I was doing a loan application for a guy out of Tampa, Florida. He had the job title internet marketing consultant. I'm like, what do you do? And he's like, I sell internet advertising. I help businesses to market themselves. 
I'm like, wow, that's a job? This is like early 2000s, right? (laughs) So it intrigued me. I looked at his income. I said, wow, you know, salary was pretty sweet. Commission said, hey, I'm moving to Maryland. Do you guys actually have a company or an office there? And they happened to have a location in Baltimore. And I applied for the gig and uh, went after it. And that's how I landed in media and marketing and advertising. Funny thing I'll mention to you about that, kind of taking a step back, when I was selling insurance, only making $30,000 a year, right? Over the phones, inside sales. I want to bring up an interesting point for people about seeing beyond where you are today, because you have a lot of different types of listeners, right? Some people are working their nine to five that they really don't enjoy. Some people are working their business that they love and they're flowing in their passions and the gifts that God has given them. But no matter where you are, you got to see beyond where you are today. And when I was selling insurance over the phone, making only $30,000 a year, I used to wear a suit and tie every day to work in a business casual environment. I love it. So everybody was wearing, you know, khakis and a polo shirt. And I was dressing in a full suit and tie, you know, coming to work, looking like a CEO every day, because in my mind, I was only making $30,000, but I saw myself as an entrepreneur and a CEO before I ever was one, right? I told my wife around that same time when I was 19 years old, when we were dating, I said, by 25, I'm going to make six figures and my wife is going to be a stay-at-home mom. So that job that I landed in marketing at 24 years old, I made six figures by 24 and my wife was able to be a stay-at-home mom with our daughter who was younger at the time. So your confession, what you say out of your mouth and how you see yourself is so important to your future and your life and where you're going from here. So if you're in your business or you're in your nine to five, begin to see yourself where you want to go and stop just looking at where you are today. I love it, man. I hope everyone is listening and taking this in because it's brother about to go off. (laughs) Rob, talk to me about, clearly, you are a sound Christian man, father, husband. Talk to me about impact of faith in your business. Maybe before we do that, share with everyone 360 Your Business and kind of what you do today. Absolutely. So, What we ultimately do is we help companies to evolve and innovate with their marketing. At the end of the day, you're either going to evolve or you're going to dissolve. You're either going to continue to innovate or you're going to go away, right? And, you know, one case study that we look at is BlackBerry. The reason why BlackBerry no longer makes smartphones is because they continue to do business the same way and they didn't evolve. Therefore, they went away, right? Everybody in the early 2000s, if you were in business, you owned a BlackBerry. So, you know, right? Yeah. But we have to stay cutting edge. So that's what we do, Stephen. We offer digital marketing solutions that help companies continue to evolve and stay ahead of the pack, stay ahead of their competition. Everything from social media marketing to website you know, development and design to 360 virtual tours for large national brands like the Four Seasons Hotel, Bob's Discount Furniture. You know, We just surpassed 85 million views on Google, on Google Maps with the 360 virtual tours that we've done over the last four years. So That's what we do at the end of the day. We help companies to grow, evolve, and innovate with their marketing so they can stay ahead of their competition and continue to grow. Love it. Love it. Love it. So what's driving you with that right now? Like, where do you see this thing going as you're building the business out? Where do you envision things being in the coming years? Yeah. So we want to continue to scale and evolve. I mean, when we first started out, we were a local DMV company. Uh, We landed some big national clients. So that forced us to grow. (laughs) And that's the beauty of business sometimes. You know, sometimes good problems will arise that if you see it as a challenge as opposed to a problem, you can think creatively. Sometimes your challenges will force you to grow in life. 
So we want to continue to scale. We want to continue to build out our sales team and to be able to serve and help more businesses nationwide. That's really ultimately the goal. Also to help churches as well. That's another thing. You know, we have 360 year business. We'd love to 360 ministries and help ministries to continue to evolve and reach more people. And that includes nonprofits and things like that. So we're what excited. That about like, like how, how do you help a church in a way to grow? And as you said, evolve and innovate in a way that isn't being done right now. Yeah. So video production, as you know, is a big thing nowadays. Video, video is king. Content is king. So similar to what you know, you're doing, what I'm doing with my courses, Nicole Walters, the Pat Flynn's of the world, imagine pastors being able to create programs and courses to reach their members on demand nationwide to be able to better serve them with solutions. For example, you know, our pastors have a, a ministry called Marriage Made Easy, where we talk nothing about how to grow your marriage, how to communicate in marriage. So being able to create those types of solutions that we see a lot in the secular and in the business world to be able to create those solutions for pastors to be able to evolve and innovate and reach more people worldwide. I love it. May I ask you a question? Clearly, you pivoted from the corporate world to business and you're doing really well right now, but we all know that nothing happens on a straight line, right? Right. (laughs) And so obviously you have experienced and still experience the challenges and the failures and the obstacles that come. You talked to us about some of the sacrifices and maybe some of the challenges or failures and the lessons you've been able to pull from them. Yeah. So one of the big ones was when I first started my business. (laughs) I think this will encourage a lot of the Blazer Nation out there. I first started my business. The first month was like out the gate strong. Like, you know, you know, that moment you start your business. A lot of times you're excited, you're on fire, you're telling everybody about it. You're really just fired up to go and had a great first month. And then the second and third months were a little rough, primarily because my second full month in entrepreneurship, my father passed away. So my dad passed away and I just started my business. And I literally in that moment didn't feel like working. Right. And I remember going like a month or two, you know, after my dad passed away, third month, I'm frustrated. I'm telling my wife, babe, you know, deals aren't closing like they should. And she asked me this question. She said, let me ask you something. She said, have you gone to God for your strategy? Mm. Have you gone to God for your strategy? And that was a gut check for me because I was trying to figure everything out on my own. (laughs) So I literally went and prayed and talked to God and he began to lay out the blueprint and the game plan to grow my business. And as a result, we've grown 30 to 40% year over year, which is phenomenal. But even now when new challenges arise, like even in this moment, I have to remind myself, okay, instead of trying to figure out everything on my own, let me get wisdom from a friend like you or from my mentors or people that I aspire to be like, you know, let me go to God for my strategy so that I can continue to download that wisdom that he has that's beyond my natural intellect so that this can thing continue to grow. So, you know, early on in the business, you know, the first day that I woke up, I questioned whether I should have went into full-time entrepreneurship. I left a six-figure salary job in corporate America to start my business. I remember the thoughts of fear and doubt and things like that. And even in that moment, I did the only thing I knew to do, which was pray, you know, go to God and pray. And by six o'clock that day, I had more business closed in one day than my entire month's salary at my previous corporate job. So I'm a living witness to you guys listening to this that when you move forward by faith into your business and you don't just try to rely on what you know, 
but you tap into that power that's beyond us, I'm telling you, it can take your life and your business to a whole nother level. Yeah, absolutely, man. And you touched on, you know, the relationship you have with your wife before and your daughter, but how has family and your wife, your daughter, and, you know, your community, how has that helped to impact the success of you as an entrepreneur? For me, it's what, it's what drives me, you know, yeah. being able to have the freedom as an entrepreneur to take my daughter to school, you know, some days to pick her up, you know, that freedom, you know, right, is a beautiful thing to have that extra time with our family. For me, it's the driving factor. Like it's faith, family, and then business for me. And I continue to allow that to motivate me every day so I can give my daughter and my family a better life than I had growing up. Yeah, I love it. Rob, listening to you, I know that you have the ability to impact, impart inspiration and motivation. I said, you know, you've always done that for me. But from a practical standpoint, what would you share with someone who's maybe in that corporate setting and really wanting to take a step into entrepreneurship, right? Like, how would you tell them to approach that journey and maybe some practical strategies or tips to get moving? Definitely. You got to get started. You got to get started. You know, Martin Luther King said, one of my favorite quotes is, faith is taking the first step without seeing the whole staircase, yes. right? So you got to get started. For me is I built my business as a side hustle. So I found that one thing that I could do that I was passionate about didn't conflict with what I was doing currently. And I began to build it. And what I eventually did was created a good problem for myself <laughs> where literally I couldn't handle both and I had to eventually take the jump. So I want to say, you know, always think of it from this mindset. What's the next step? What's the next thing that you can do to move your dream or your business forward? Oftentimes we try to look at everything that we should be doing right now instead of what's the next thing that I can do to move the business forward, to move my dream forward and do that. And if you don't know what the next step is, that's when you want to get connected with people like Stephen Ahart and you want to listen to the Trailblazers podcast. So that way you can get the information that you need to be successful in life and business. But for me, it's always thinking about what's that next step? What's that next faith step that I can take to move it forward? You never want to get stagnant. You want to keep moving it forward and keep making that progress. Love it, brother. And you literally took the words. I mean, I was a guest on a podcast last night. It's the same direction. So, I, you know, you and I think in the same wavelength. I wanted to pick your brain because you are the video aficionado. What are some tips? Everybody's getting into video these days. And whether it's on Facebook Live or we're pre-recording videos that we're publishing to LinkedIn, any tips that you see people do, trying to do it, but doing it wrong? Any tips on how we can improve our videos? Yeah, absolutely. The big thing I would say is tell stories, you know, be more story driven. Even when you're, you know, giving information and making it educational, you want to lead them with the story. You know, for a lot of our clients, we do something called brand videos, yeah. where we talk about who they are, what they do, why they're different. Recently, we went up to Ottawa, Canada, and we did a video for a dental practice actually up there. And we started off, instead of going right into like, hey, we're Villanova Dental Studios and we offer XYZ, we started off with the dentist's story about how when he was two or three years old, he fell off the bed and literally one of his tooth broke off and he literally was walking around with a missing tooth. And he went to the dentist and the connection with the dentist and that one experience changed his life forever that he said from that moment on, he wanted to be a dentist. So that's so much more impactful than saying, hi, I'm a dentist. You know, these are the right. services we offer. 
lead in with a story oftentimes and tell people your story, that gets them connected to who you are, where they want to hear more. Does that make sense? People don't care as much about what you know as they care about, you know, how much you care and what you've been through in your experiences. And when you tell stories, it just draws people in even more. The other thing I would say is keep it short. You know, our attention spans are getting smaller, especially on social media. Don't feel like you have to do a 10-minute video. You could break that 10-minute video up into three or four videos. Keep it short and sweet so it's more digestible for people that are watching. Couldn't agree more, man. I mean, building that know, like, and trust comes through so much easier in story formats. One, you're clarifying your message so that people will listen. And you're not burning a ton of calories, right? It's so easy to hear someone's story and be able to relate to that dentist in that maybe you didn't break your tooth, but you can empathize and you can kind of relate to Absolutely. To People buy you before they buy your product or your service. Most definitely. Most definitely. So leading with the story is great, man. That's powerful. Rob, great conversation, my brother. Before I let you go, I wanted to ask a couple questions about resources. And so I wanted to pick your brain on what books you're reading beyond the Bible, because we know you're well-read <laughs> Christian. What books should we be reading that we might be able to add to our summer queue? Absolutely. You want to pick up this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Tiny changes, remarkable results. You know, I was talking with a brain doctor the other day, and he said that our mind possesses anywhere from 150 to 200,000 beliefs that we have about ourselves. And oftentimes, a lot of our habits are based on our experiences that we've had and beliefs that we have about ourselves. So when we begin to change our belief system and how we think about ourselves, how we see ourselves, we can begin to change those habits that we have on a day-to-day basis. So again, that goes back to like the story about how before I was ever a CEO, I saw myself as a CEO. So you got to see yourself as a CEO, see yourself as a successful entrepreneur, even when you're not at that place today. And that's extremely vital. Let me say this, continue to believe for the ridiculous. You know, if you believe for the ridiculous and expect the ridiculous, you'll get the ridiculous in your life. You got to believe for stuff and expect stuff that most people are afraid to believe for, right? Don't be afraid to really go after it. Don't be afraid to 10X it, like my man Grant Cardone says, and really go after those dreams and those goals and those visions that you have deep down on the inside of you and continue to just think big and dream big and don't be afraid to go after your dreams. You know, as you said that, I was thinking to myself, man, look at this black man who has come from a difficult circumstance early in your life to what you're accomplishing today and not just in business, but in life, in your marriage, as a dad, in your community, in your walk. And, you know, I wanted you to maybe, I'll ask you this last question here in a bit, but in this month of June, we're talking to black men specifically, right? And I focus around Father's Day, I focus around just us as brothers, lifting each other up. But what would you say to the young black men who feel like, you know what, they're already at a negative, at the starting line? What would your reframe for their belief system and call to action to think of the ridiculous and to pursue that? What would that be? Absolutely. I would tell them that anything is possible. You know, anything is possible if you believe. You got to believe that it's possible for you, but it is possible, you know, that you can go after it, that you can be anything that you want to be, that you can have anything that you want to have. I am a personal living testimony of that. I came from nothing. You know, my father wasn't present most of my life. (laughs) I was homeless. You know, all those things. I I smoked weed when I was a teenager from 11 to 14. That's probably why I stopped growing. (laughs) But but I want to give them the real that literally you can come 
no matter what your past is, no matter where you grew up or who your parents were, that doesn't define the possibilities that exist for you. That if you get out of that environment that you're in or that you expose yourself to some new information, you know, I had to read books. I had to get around people that were doing more with their life. But I want to tell you today that anything is possible for you if you believe that it is and that you can go after it, that there's greatness on the inside of you, that God created you to be great and that you can be amazing. You can be extraordinary, but you have to believe it and you got to be willing to go after it. Yes. So go after it. Make it happen. Yes, yes, yes. Rob, I don't know if I can squeeze anything out to you more than we have, but our last question today is what's one action that our Blaze Nation should take this week that's going to help them to blaze their trail? Get refocused on your goals. Every day you wake up, write your goals down. Even if it's one keyword that reminds you of that goal, we got to stay focused on our goals. A lot of people start off the year great, right? But then by the middle of the year, your second half of the year, your next six months can be greater than your first six months. But you got to stay focused on your goals. You got to stay focused on your why. So write down your goals today. Remind yourself of everything you said you wanted to accomplish and then take the next step. Do something today to move you one step closer to that dream or that vision or that goal that you have for your life. Rob Dawson, thank you so much, my brother. Before I let you go, tell us how we can stay connected to you. I'll learn a bit more about your platform. Absolutely. Follow me on Instagram at Rob Dawson. Connect with me at robdawson.tv, robdawson.tv on LinkedIn. And I look forward to engaging with you guys and connecting, getting to know you. Definitely connect with me on Instagram, LinkedIn, or at robdawson.tv. And for those listening, Rob, I'll make sure I post all of these links on our show notes page over at tvpod.com. Rob, if he's not inspired you, something's wrong with you. And you have so many amazing courses. You have a course that you just launched. I'd encourage those listening to go and check that out as well. Clearvisionclearresults.com. Absolutely. Clearvisionclearresults.com. But follow this, brother. God bless you, man. God bless you too, man. Thank you for having me, Stephen. I'm Steve Nehart, and you've been listening to the Trailblazers.fm podcast. If you're not yet doing so, consider following Trailblazers.fm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and feel free to connect with me over on LinkedIn. Whenever you're posting stories or social media posts about Trailblazers.fm, be sure to use the hashtag TBPod and hashtag MissionFuel. We'll be able to see you, and I'll be able to show some love. And in case you're not aware, our show notes for all our episodes can be found on our website over at tbpod.com. Now, if today was your first time listening, I just want to say big ups, enough respect for checking us out. You've made this Jamaican guy really happy that you're here with us today. And I'd love your help with keeping this black excellence flowing each and every week. So if you haven't yet subscribed, hop on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Search trailblazers.fm and subscribe, rate, and review us there. Be sure to browse through some of our past episodes. There are more than 150 published episodes now. And a little something is out there for everyone to help keep the knowledge flowing. We grow when you, as part of our Blazer Nation community, shares and invites your friends and family to listen to an episode you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories are going to be moved to make significant changes that have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. Blaze Nation, go out today and find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Your trail.